Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the WTF podcast, What the Football, Steel City Underground. My name is Terry Fletcher. So we are in week 15. I know it seems like it's in the rearview mirror since we had not only Thursday night football, Saturday football, Sunday football, and Monday night football. For anybody out there that doesn't watch football, oh my goodness, <laughs> that had to be really hard for you. But I was excited because I love football. I love the Steelers, but I also love football. First, of course, we'd like to send our current condolences to the family of Franco Harris. We're so sad to see his passing at 72 years of age uh, this week. Um, but what a great human, a great legacy player for the Steelers, and our prayers go out to his family for sure. So getting back to week 15, first of all, Thursday night football. So I know that was a long time ago, but when you think about it, I mean, that was on December 15th and the 49ers pulled out a win against the Seahawks with Brock Purdy, uh, 21-13. They have 10 wins now and they have clinched uh, an NFC spot. So good for them. I think the, (laughs) the biggest upset of the weekend and it's funny because it it wasn't really an upset, but it was an upset. It actually was, well, let's just call it what it is. It was a ridiculous game. Colts-Vikings Saturday. It went into overtime. But the thing that made it crazy with the Vikings winning 39-36 to over Matt Ryan and the Colts is that the Vikings were down 33-3 to at halftime. I know because I have Kirk Cousins as my fantasy player, and I'm in the quarterfinals of fantasy football in one of my leagues, and he had minus 0.14 points. And I'm like, great, I'm going to lose to the person I didn't want to lose to. Well, he ended up with 52 points at the end of that game, and I'm just like, I can't believe they came back. I mean, not only did they come back, this is the biggest comeback in NFL history. And when you think of Jeff Saturday on the Colts side, just the new coach, interim coach over there, and how much experience he doesn't have being a coach, think about the three pass plays they made being that far ahead uh, at the end of the third quarter instead of taking time off the clock. What are you doing? And then they did it again in the fourth quarter. And it was just, it was really a crazy game. Finally, an exciting game when you think about uh, these two teams, but good for the Vikings. And they clinched a spot as well. And Kirk Cousins got NFC Player of the Week. So, I mean, for somebody who was never a fan of his, I, I'm becoming a fan only because I think he's just getting, a, he always gets a bad rap at $85 million that he got several years ago. And then you see all these half or quarter of a billion dollar quarterbacks that aren't doing anything. Russell Wilson, um, Deshaun Watson. I mean, let's, we could keep naming them off, but it's just, it's just absolutely insane that game, how it ended up. The Browns beat the Ravens, unfortunately, but you know what? For the Steelers to have any shot, we just need some teams to lose in the AFC North. So that was there, but Lamar Jackson's still not playing. He's still not practicing either. So who knows if they'll see them week 16, but um, it'll be very interesting to see if they end up re-signing him because remember, he doesn't have an agent. He's on his own. He wants to do it all himself, but he's injured or has an illness every year. He's not able to take them down the stretch. And for me, that's a what the football moment that really doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. So we'll see what happens and keep an eye on that for you. 
Um, the Eagles, of course, 25-20 over the Bears. We don't even have to go there. We know that they're not only in, I have a feeling they could be headed towards the Super Bowl. But, oh, back to just rounding out, back to the Colts-Vikings game. It was announced this week that um, the, it just reminded me, thinking of Philly, that the the old Philly uh, special uh, quarterback that beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl who do you think that is? Yes, Nick Foles will start for the Colts in week 16. And Matt Ryan, again, was benched for the second time. And he's actually due, they said, $22 million um, by March if he uh, passes his physical. So I don't know what they're going to do from a standpoint financially on that on that team. But it's definitely one to keep your eye on. The Bills um, definitely p- bait the Dolphins 32-29. to 29, And that was a very close game. In snow, in bad weather, in wind, it was just, oh, it was nuts. But I love those kind of games. Again, a Saturday game, fun to watch. And just looking back and forth, I wonder if the Dolphins had those heaters on the side. Okay, yeah, I'm being a little petty, but you know what? They needed to figure out how to play in cold weather, and they they held their own, I have to say. 32-29 is nothing to sneeze at. That's only a, a field goal win, so for for a warm weather team to be able to at least do that, they may be able to do something down the stretch. The Lions, they had a surprise win, but they won the last seven out of eight. Remember, they went they were one and six to start the season. They have really stepped it up, maybe six out of seven. But they are 2017 over the Jets. Everybody thought the Jets was going to win that without a problem. But the Lions, because of the division they're in and the conference they're in, they actually could see themselves in a wild card spot after being down one and six to start the season. How crazy is that? Then we get into the Chiefs Texans game. Okay, everybody just keeps talking about how wonderful that the um, that Patrick Mahomes is, and I have to agree. I mean, he is Patrick Mahomes, and it's not like he is the whole team and can do everything. But to only win thirty to twenty four in overtime, you were playing the Texans. What were they when you went in? A one eleven and one team. So two weeks in a row with a bad defense that you have. I was thinking, what the football moment for the Chiefs? And they beat the Broncos three and nine last week and gave up twenty four points. So against two teams with a combined total of four wins, they gave up forty eight points. How far is anybody going to go there? I mean, that's just that's just not going to happen. You go over and you hear about the Cowboys, how they have just been, oh, you, all you hear about, and I get go crazy with Michael Irving. It's like, shut up. But he basically talks about, you know, oh, the Cowboys, this, that. I mean, they're playing okay with Dak Prescott, but the last minute interception by Dak Prescott got the Jags on top of them 40-34. So when it counts, is he really the one that, Uh, you want in there. I don't know. We'll see. I'm definitely not a Cowboys fan. So we'll see. Just circling back to the Lions now seven and seven, one of six of the last seven games. Realize this for them. They are their remaining schedule are the Panthers who the Steelers beat the Bears, the Packers. I could see Dan Campbell as coach of the year. He was on hard knocks. I mean, his team, he's he's really just made a name for himself is what he's done there. So I could see that for sure. Now the absolute, okay, I think this is a word stupidest is that a word game of the week what would that be yep it was the Raiders and the Patriots and the Patriots and Raiders were going into overtime at 24-24 and apparently one of the Patriots players had no idea what the score was because he decides to do this Chandler Jones he decides to do a backwards lateral 
You know, those funny plays where they keep having to go backwards, trying to get it down to the end zone that rarely works like one out of a thousand times. And then he just pitches it up backwards and who catches it? One of the Raiders defenders and he takes it into the end zone and they end up winning 30-24. I wanted the Raiders to lose. Bill Belichick, as stoic as he is, he's like, yeah, we made a mistake. And I'm saying it in his, his tone, we made a mistake. And that was it. I mean, that wasn't just a mistake. That was embarrassing. Just absolutely embarrassing. Now, one of the things on the Bills-Dolphins game that we kept seeing on TV because it was a snow game, well, we might want to call that a snowball game because the fans kept throwing snowballs down on the field and at players during the play, during the field of play. Well, apparently during a commercial break, they had to call timeout and yell at fans and tell them to knock it off or there's going to be a penalty. There were signs up everywhere that you can't throw things on the field, especially snowballs, that because there was so much snow and the chairs and the stands, they ended up getting, I think, four or five inches that day. And, you know, fans, come on, what the football? You're not supposed to throw anything at players in snow. They can't see anyway. It's already terrible conditions and you're hurting your team. That is absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe that they actually got away with that. I would have penalized the team on that. Now let's circle back to the Steelers game. Well, yes, the Steelers did win. Okay. But we had two unsportsmanlike penalties on two players. Now let's just talk about my favorite player. And I'm being facetious. You know that. If you've heard me at all, you know. I do not like Deontay Johnson as a player. I think he hurts us more than he helps us. I think he's arrogant. I think he thinks he's better than he is. Between drops, arrogance, jawing, saying things, then coming out this week and saying, oh, he thinks Mason Rudolph should start. You want to flick him. You just want to go, dude, you don't make those decisions. That's above your pay grade. Go sit down and stay in your lane and try to just catch balls, okay? But instead, he decides after he catches something, forgetting that we were five and eight at the time, to start, you know, uh, taunting the other team and he costs us 15 yards. But I think the most egregious penalty I've ever seen in my life was Marcus Allen, one of our special teams player, going across the field to the Panthers huddle after we get the Panthers off the field on third down and he gives them a 15-yard penalty so they can have a score now. They got back on the field for first down. Are you kidding me? At that point, he should have gotten a pink slip. It's like, dude, you obviously don't know how to play the game. You're going to be a free agent. Good luck finding a job. I, I seriously could not believe that was happening. Now, most of you know I'm in California. You should have heard me yelling if you're in Pennsylvania. And I, I just can't believe they did that. That With all the good things that happened in that game, the fact that Mitch played a cleaner game, uh, you know, marched him down the field, and for you know us to pull out a win there uh, on the road, that was fantastic, even with that you know, those stupid, stupid, stupid penalties. Unsportsmanlike penalties are so unnecessary. You know they're going to call it. You're not allowed to taunt and to run across the field to somebody else's um, huddle. That makes no sense. I really don't understand that at all. And it was very disappointing for two players who should know better. And that's the biggest thing for me. You should know better. Act like you've been there before. The Bengals look like they're not losing any steam, 34-23 over the Bucks, and Tom Brady at also 6-8 and eight is still number one in the NFC South. I mention that because we are now, we, meaning the Steelers, are now 6-8, and eight, and of course, we're in last place. So it just is amazing how you can be have a losing record, be in a completely different division, and all of a sudden, things just look like 
magic in another division, but in another division, you look like complete, you know, yeah, you're losing. Don't even think you're going to get anywhere. So week 16, it would be really nice if nothing else, if the Steelers could win out. I don't know if that's likely or even possible, but I really would just like to see Mike Tomlin not have a losing season. And to do that, we would need to win out. So hopefully we can get some more wins on the board. Um, it looks like Kenny Pickett is going to start week 16 is what's been announced. It looks like he's good to go for that. And I just would really like to see and continue more wins. It's going to be a great game. They're going to be a, to have a tribute to the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Conception, which would be a great tribute to now the late Franco Harris. And then also it will be Ravens football. So instead of Elf on Saturday night, uh, which is Christmas Eve, we are going to be watching the Steelers Ravens play. So everyone, again, make it a great day, a great rest of your week and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you are celebrating. Uh, and we'll talk to you week 16. Talk to you next week. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. 